Okay, fine. We're watching Billions. Hey, everybody. Josh Wickler here on Post Show Recaps, hitting you on the Succession podcast feed here on Post Show Recaps. Did you miss us? Well, we missed you. We missed you so much that, okay, fine. We're going to watch Billions and talk about Billions here in the Succession feed on Post Show Recaps for the final season of Billions, which has, as of this recording, as of you listening to this podcast, it's arrived. It's here. The final season of Billions. And I'm not alone, though. Gosh, wouldn't it be weird if it was just me here on the podcast? I am joined here by my partner in crime on all things Billions. She is somebody who has just watched every single episode of Billions. Over, and that's like a billion minutes of Billions over the course of like, I don't know. I want to say it's like five days, but it's been a little longer than five days, a couple of weeks, but she's fresh. She's ready to go. She has watched succession a hundred thousand times. Who knows how many times she will have watched billions by the end of this thing. It is the great Jess Sterling. Jess, uh, can I ask you a question? Ah, uh, you know what? I miss talking about filthy, rich, <laughs> horrible people. Uh huh. So I had to jump on the billions train and you're right. I think I watched six seasons at what? 12 episodes a piece about yes. an hour each yes. over the course of They're like a very honest hour each. It's like they th- are. Th- these episodes of billions are like 57 minutes. Yeah. You know? yeah. Showtime. And yeah. uh, I think I watched it over the course of two to three weeks. Okay, cool. A very uh, aggressive binge. It's a very aggressive binge for many people who are listening to this podcast and being like, Oh shit, wait, but they've never, no one on Post Show Recaps has ever podcasted about billions before. There are no other billions podcasts on Post Show Recaps. First, to confirm for you, yes, that is the case. We have <laughs> never podcasted about billions before. Over the course of several individual podcasts of totally unrelated shows at different points in time, I am sure I have said that billions is one of my guilty pleasure shows and I'll never podcast about it. I love it for me, my, my, my wonderful <laughs> wife, the great Emily Fox. Mm-hmm. She and I will watch all of Billions privately in our home and not broadcast our takes to the world because don't I deserve one? Don't I get to have one that I just keep for myself, Jess? And yet, uh, desperate times, I guess. I don't know. Desperate I mean, times. Yes. There's still um, a strike happening. There's not there, a ton of television on. The, stri- the strike continues, of course. If you are not aware of the strike, please make yourself aware of the Hollywood strikes that are happening right now. The WGA and SAG-AFTRA, as of this recording, both currently still on strike against the AMPTP. Um, this is a very important time in this industry that we all love. You are, uh, you're you're doing yourself a disservice by not educating yourself on what's going on. We have a great podcast series, Strike Up the Conversation, with the Incredible Dr. Amanda leading that coverage with lots of different interviews with members of SAG-AFTRA, the WGA, other people who are providing context on the labor movement in the United States of America. So if you want to subscribe to that podcast, we recommend you do so. Postshowrecaps.com slash strike is the RSS link there. There is still TV that is happening right now. There probably will be a lot less of it the longer this thing goes on. And the choice to keep this thing going or not does seem to be in the hands of the, wait for it, billionaires, Jess. Mm -hmm. So there is a, a lot of relevant reasons to be talking about a show about billionaires once again. Just because succession is done does not mean this conversation about toxic wealth dictating the fate of the world 
ends. Uh, and Billions is a very different coat of paint for that conversation than Succession. While there's a lot of shared DNA between the shows, I was thinking about this the other day, Jess, that like Succession is like, um, if you were to like put it in uh, Christopher Nolan terms. Uh, so let's say <laughs> okay. Succession and Billions are both Christopher Nolan movies. Yes. Succession is Oppenheimer. Uh, okay. And Billions is the Batman movies, I think. <laughs> I mean, uh, I like the Batman movies more, so I feel like... But the tone, the tone. I think, like, totally... Yeah, the tone is different. You know, I think, like, maybe it's, like, uh, it's Oppenheimer with traces of Inception, right? Like, yeah. there's something like, yes. oh, my God, very, like, singular to the vision, original, unbelievable. Like, billion, Billions is, like, this is, like, sort of, like... Your popcorn action movie it's billionaire sillier, show, right? Yeah. Like Salt Bay made an appearance on this show. You know, right. like let's <laughs> yeah. not forget. And Kate like Sacker Kendall Roy was would like, talk I'm about to him. Kendall Roy would talk about Salt Bay. Uh, billions would feature and has featured Salt, Salt Bay. Bay. Exactly. Um, There's a difference. Bill billions is a show that is really, really loved by the people who watch Billions. Billions is not a show that has nearly the cultural or critical acclaim that a show like Succession, which is really a unicorn in this space, has. Yeah. Um, I think the stakes in a lot of ways are lower when it comes to approaching Billions, though it's often ridiculously complicated narratively, betrayals yes. left and right, shifting all over the place. Shifting allegiances. I think like maybe succession. Uh, now let's map it onto Game of Thrones. You ready? Uh, okay. Succession is Game of Thrones when it was adapting the George R. R. Martin stuff. And then Billions is like Game of Thrones when it goes off the, off rails. the rails. But it's still Game of Thrones is sort of <laughs> is sort of the take. Yeah, this all sounds yeah. like very backhanded uh, when I'm when I'm putting it through the Game of Thrones filter specifically that feels backhanded. But I actually think it is a very sharply written show. The dialogue is hilarious and insane. Um, yes. Brian Koppelman, David Levine, Andrew Ross Sorkin, the creators of this show. Brian Koppelman specifically has a great podcast that people should listen to if you are not aware of Brian Koppelman's show. He's had a lot of the people from Billions on the podcast, but just like a lot of really interesting people that he has rubbed shoulders with, uh, rubbed elbows mm -hmm. with across the years have been on his podcast. So you should check that out for like, the smarter billions takes uh, and like the sharper billions takes. These will be your sort of soft brained billions takes on this podcast. I think Jess is we're going to try to make sense of what's going on. Who's who, what's what we're really here to have fun. I think a lot of the succession characters and energy from our podcast are going to make their way into the billions podcast. And my goal here is for the people who are not going to now, having listened to this podcast, go and binge every single episode of Billions to catch up in time for the podcast, that people can just roll into this podcast feed and we'll tell them a story about a bunch of super filthy rich idiots uh, and incredibly smart characters as well. Some crusaders of justice who have very interesting kinks and quirks. Uh, going to war with one another. And it'll be like gathering around the campfire and hearing this story about a bunch of people that they have no idea what's going on with these people. And we will try and make it make sense for them. I think the Billions yeah. podcast here is designed to be very user-friendly in this regard. Yeah, we're not hedge fund experts, you know, just like we weren't yet uh, in succession. True. Yeah, we might be by the end of this, which would be excellent for my bank account, truly. But, truly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's different than succession in that succession. I felt like at least I had somewhat of a grasp on the business aspect of things. 
truly billions is its own animal in that the hedge fund world is not something I'm very familiar with, but it truly does not matter because the show will just tell you enough to be like, this person's in trouble or this person, you know, and this person hates this person. That guy is mad at that person. Yeah. And the main thing you need to know is that everybody sucks. Like truly there's no, Everyone is morally gray. Everyone yeah. will switch allegiances at the drop of a dime. You can't there there are rivalries, but they may align when it suits both of their interests. Yeah. So that's kind of what you need to know in terms of the characters and why it works so well as kind of a, a companion to succession is that we hate all these people, but they're fascinating and you can't stop watching. So and it, on top of that, there Very are so many very bingeable there are so many gregs if you're a fan of greg from succession <laughs> there are a lot of greg greggies just hanging around ben kim Sons looking at you buddy yeah. a lot of greglets lots uh, of greglets gregging around yeah a lot of, uh-huh. yeah dollar bill looking at you you know uh-huh. uh there are some really really deplorable people but it's so fascinating and so fun to watch how they're able to kind of justify a lot of their actions on this show and the question of is someone who has billions of dollars could they ever truly be a good person i think that is such a fascinating question that this show has tried to kind of like not even really answer but explore uh specifically in more of the last season i find very interesting i find it fascinating and i like how it's not necessarily good guy, bad guy. It's like everybody's a bad guy. Some of them are just involved in politics and some of them are for like, you know, a big fan of capitalism. Yeah. So it's, it's really fascinating. I've enjoyed my binge of the show and we have some like, I mean, A-list incredible actors on the, the show as well. The talent attached to this show is actually crazy. Um, so for people who are not yet aware of Billions, so first of all, just like the programming note is, you don't have to subscribe to any other feed. If you're subscribed to the Succession feed, you're going to get our Billions podcast. We're podcasting here in the Succession feed. We missed Succession. We're going to be talking about Succession a lot along the way, I am sure. So this Billions podcast assumes you have watched Succession or don't care that you're going to get spoiled on Succession. So if you're already subscribed to our Succession podcast feed. You don't have to do anything different. If you're not subscribed to our Succession podcast feed, you should do that. Post your recap Succession wherever you get your podcast. You can also just search uh, posterrecaps.com slash Succession is the RSS link. We'll also make the RSS link posterrecaps.com slash Billions, which will redirect you to the Succession podcast feed as well. So you don't have to navigate anywhere else. You could just hit subscribe that way. But if you have not checked out Billions before and you don't really know much about it, um, it's going to be it's, it's a Showtime show that is now streaming on the Paramount Plus because it's also complicated and crazy, Jess. Mm-hmm. It airs Sunday nights, but it streams early a la Yellow Jackets. So it streams as early as Fridays. That's when the podcasts are going to drop. Typically, we are going to release our coverage of Billions on the Fridays of the streaming day releases. Uh, you can expect it like early afternoons on a Friday. Typically is how we're going to do this. Um, But if you are a a Paramount Plus person, you were like wandering Paramount Plus because you were looking for your big brother or whatever today, and you saw the huge honking uh, Billion Season 7 trailer, and you just saw a bunch of people fly by your screen, let me just categorize for you who you saw. You saw Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is the star of Billions. He is Chuck Rhodes. He is a U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. 
He is uh, in some ways a political animal, in many other ways a crusader of justice, somebody who strongly believes that no one man should have so much money, and he will do anything he can to make sure that we do not live in that world any longer, including dirty up his own soul. He'll roll around in the mud, and he'll have all sorts of Napoleonic adventures to get his billionaires in bracelets. Paul Giamatti as Chuck Rhodes also has some very interesting things that happened to him in the very first scene of the whole show, which will be a litmus test for whether or not you want to continue <laughs> with billions. Uh, yeah. Trigger warning, urine. Uh, so there's Paul Giamatti as Chuck. Damian Lewis, uh, Nicholas Brody himself, Jess, is Bobby Axelrod, the billionaire at the heart of billions. He is the founder of the hedge fund Axe Capital. He is somebody who he loves pizza. Uh, loves a good pizza, is willing to pizza. pay so much money for a good pizza. He is of he, you know, he's originally from like very poor beginnings, yes. humble beginnings. He worked hard. He he's a Yonkers uh, man, if I'm not a, mistaken. A Yonkers man. He basically made his first fortune uh in a really awful 9-11 sort of way of like yeah. he took advantage of the pl planes crashing into the towers on 9-11 and that like is how he stocks or some things exactly like this, and, this is how and, well we'll explain this stuff on the podcast yep uh and he is a big fan of using insider trading and insider information to make even more no money scruples. no scruples no scruples uh, at all he'll do whatever it takes and the great news is so he he was in for seasons one through five he wasn't around for season six he was back home in the uk dealing with some family stuff uh yes his, his uh his passed. incredible his incredible wife the incredible actress helen mccrory uh who passed away in 2021 who i'm seeing a lot right now because i am watching peaky blinders for the the first time oh. off mic i had i had not peaky blindered before i'm now halfway through peaky blinders and she's remarkable on the show no one spoil me on peaky blinders i still have three seasons of peaky blinders left but she was um she was sick damian lewis left the show to be with his family in the uk uh takes season six off coming back for season seven bobby axelrod back in the house we we've got more acts and the the circumstances around axe's return I'm sure are quite fascinating. Uh, so uh, look forward to a lot more of that. But while he was off the show, a different form of billionaire emerged in the form yeah. of Corey Stoll, uh, Darren himself. Modoc. He is everywhere. Call yeah, him, Corey uh, Stoll. Call him Bodoc, a billionaire, uh, only a billionaire organism designed only for killing. Uh, Corey Stoll as Michael Thomas Aquinas prince yeah uh, mike prince he is basically a jeffrey bezos the, type yeah he's the epitome of a can billionaires be a good person he insists that he is a good person the first season we meet him a lot of it is a back and forth between him and and bobby axelrod because bobby axelrod just doesn't believe that he was like i know i want to prove that you're terrible and then last season replacing axe is mike prince who comes in and uh, basically buys off uh, Axe Capital. It is now MCP my, um, or M MP, uh, Mike Prince Capital. Basically, yeah. is what it is now. And uh, and then him and him and Chuck had a bit of a back and forth as well. 
Um, he's a fascinating character. I, I'm really pleased with what we got from him last season. Without Bobby last season, it really, you needed someone else there. Corey still fit that role really, really well. I'm excited to see what he's going to do this season as well. Um, I think it's a fascinating question of like, can a billionaire be a good person? And how, how long until he is corrupted, right? Yeah. He is certainly corruptible. How long till he gets corrupted? So very fascinating character. Um, my, one of my absolute favorites megastar i feel like someone who really lit up uh for me in the very first season i watched is maggie siff as wendy rhodes chuck sure. rhodes is now ex-wife yeah so chuck's ex-wife wendy rhodes uh she is the in-house performance coach at axe capital and then eventually is going to be working for mike prince as well uh maggie siff as wendy uh maggie siff uh formerly of sons of anarchy briefly on Mad Men as well just somebody who i've always really enjoyed whenever she has shown up on my screen and she's been yeah. killing it quietly killing it on billions for years now she's uh, like numero uno the most fascinating character on the show yeah she's great she's just like she's like the person who has um uh i don't know she's like sort of like uh I'm trying to think of like how to map her onto like a Jennifer Melfi, you know, like, I mean, Melfi, it's, it's like if Melfi yeah. didn't just do therapy for Tony, but therapized the entire mob uh, and tried to get yes. the entire DeMeo crime organization up to snuff to do crime And is way better. more morally gray, I would also say. Like, yeah, she... well, that would be very morally gray of Melfi to do. And so yeah. if as Wendy is like, all right, all of you, you crazy hedge funders, here's how to become a shark. Here's how to sink your teeth into the jugulars of your enemies. Uh, she She's like sharpening everybody's blades, which was fascinating for a really long time because she's working with Axe, who is Chuck's sworn enemy. Uh, and Wendy is working with Axe. And so like uh, and it's not like it's a secret. Like this is a whole right. known public thing. Very incestuous, very dramatic. Uh, and even to the point that they started like arcing Wendy and Axe towards a not thing. a fan. Not, not a, a huge fan. fan of that. Uh, then Axe leaves, and then it's, you know, then that kind of gets dropped off because he leaves the show. But they they're do for sure going to do it in the final season, Jess. They no have question. to. They didn't even it. kiss in the season where they were, like, quote-unquote, getting together. They're still so, not going to, but they are going to do it. Uh, they're not going to kiss. Not, they're just going to They're not going to kiss. They're going straight to Pretty bed. That's what's happening. Yeah. yeah, that's what's going to happen um, in season seven. So incredible. Probably my favorite character on the show. Um, and then we, we have to talk about Wags. Mike Wags <laughs> Wagner. Sure. Uh, played by uh, David Consta uh, Constable. David Costable, who is uh, an, an incredible character actor that everyone who is listening to this has seen in something. Uh, Gail Bedecker is going to come to mind for a lot yeah. of people from how Breaking you, Bad. How do you go from Gail in Breaking Bad to Wags, who is, it, think of the opposite of Gail. Like, truly the antithesis. He is disgusting, deplorable, just like will do anything and everything he wants with just no thought, no second thought of if it's going to hurt another human being, if it's the right thing to do. He is the second in command. He was really close with Axe. He kind of then teamed up with Mike's second in command, Scooter, uh, in last season. And they're kind of like tag teaming, being second in command, I guess. Uh, they're left and right hand of Mike Prince, I suppose. But Wags, I I love Wags. <laughs> yeah. Wags, you know what Wags is like? Wags is like if uh here's some breaking bad spoilers. Mm -hmm. So some warnings for some breaking bad spoilers beyond season three of Breaking Bad. Wags is if like Gail, instead of getting like shot in the face, uh yeah. 
ended up being taken under Walter White's wing <gasps> alongside Truly, Jesse. Truly, yeah, yeah. And decided to break bad all the way Walter White style to the point of the goatee. Uh, like he's got the goatee, the goatee and everything. Oh my gosh! Uh, like yes. a like a big sartorial vibe for Wags. A hedonistic man uh, is is Wags. He is like pure id incarnate, and he's utterly absurd and ridiculous and insane. He's In like the best uh, way. he is among Axe's fixers. Axe has a bunch of fixers. Uh, he's got um, uh, Terry Kinney, who I love from Oz, plays Hall. He's like that like secret like shadowy fixer that is always showing up. And like if he shows up, if Hall shows up, it's like oh shit! Uh, like Axe is going to do something. Like Axe could kill a man at this point. Uh, there's Oren Bach, who's played by Glenn Fleshler. People will remember remember him as one of the heads of the Chechen mob from Barry season yes, one. Yes. Uh, he's the lawyer. Uh, he's Axe's legal counsel here. The, the, the surrounding Axe capital community is really terrific. You talk about a bunch of Greg's. There's Dan Soder as Mafi is probably Mafie! the Greggiest. He he's, is the Greggiest. And I greggiest. love Mafi. Yes. Uh, he's uh, the Greggiest of the Greg's for sure. Yeah, uh, we have uh, Ben Kim, who I mentioned, who is just the sweetest. Uh, him and Tuck becoming like BFFs is one of my favorite little du duos that we have. Um, of course, we have Dollar Bill Stern. His name is Bill Stern, but they call him Dollar Bill. He has yes. a lucky dollar bill that he tapes to his monitor. He's disgusting. And in the, the days of now, he would be canceled pretty much instantaneously. Um, he's a truly, truly awful, awful human being. Um, and then, yeah, there's Scooter, who is Mike Prince's second in command. Uh, a lot of other people, at, uh, others, there's Ryan, a girl Ryan with an eye. She is kind of like, we haven't talked about Taylor. We got to talk about Taylor. She's I was, kind of I mean, Taylor's I was second in command. Build, building to Taylor, because I think okay. when Taylor shows up on Billions, uh, Asia Kate Dillon, who plays Taylor, uh, Taylor shows up on Billions, and I think uh, they bring the show to another level. Um, yes, Taylor one shows up. Season, yes, because yeah. Taylor's Taylor not in it. Taylor shows up in season two of Billions as this really young person who is clearly a genius that Axe sees so much potential in, mentors them, takes a real shine to them. They rise from like intern status to partner level basically immediately. And Taylor is going to, it's a big like the student surpassing the master type, yes. uh, kind of vibe. Um, some, you know, some like, uh, uh, Palpatine Vader comparisons between Axe and Taylor for sure. Taylor is an incredibly complex character played by Asia Kate Dillon, who is so, so good. Um, it was a really big deal at the time, uh, a non-binary actor in this really prominent yes. role. And a non-binary character on top. It's, it's incredible. And Taylor is fascinating because... Um, Taylor is trying like basically a character that is trying to answer the question of, okay, I am in this to accumulate massive, massive wealth to then quit and help people. Right. But, uh, how long until you're corrupted into being obsessed with just gaining wealth and, and like losing sight of that other goal. I love the character of Taylor. I think Taylor is interesting and I love Taylor's relationship with Wendy. It is very complicated. And uh, also Taylor's obviously really relationship with Axe and kind of how, like you said, the student becomes the teacher and tries to stray off from the master who then is like, ah, 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 absolutely not. I built you. I will keep you. Right. <laughs> uh, right. So fascinating. Cannot wait to see more of, of Taylor's arc. Cause oh, actually besides Wendy, probably my favorite character, Taylor. 
so there's Taylor. There's so many different characters that are so great. Uh, like there's Sacker, uh, Kate oh, Sacker, who yes. I I am I love. Uh, Condola Rashad, who plays Kate Sacker, is one of my all time favorites on this show. One of my all time favorites on the show hasn't been on the show in a really long time. Brian Connerty, who I think they did really dirty, but what an arc! It was a really great arc for Brian Connerty, and I kind of hope we never see him again because he just punched Chuck in the face. That was a great final <laughs> note. Um, Chuck's dad, who is played by Jeffrey oh. DeMunn, who is such a great actor. Uh, Dale from The Walking Dead, a Frank Darabont frequent collaborator, Jeffrey DeMunn, um, as Chuck's uh, dad, Charles Rhodes Sr., who sucks. Uh, he's just such an awful, awful guy. Um, I don't know if he's quite the... He maybe he's the Logan Roy of billions. If Logan Roy was just like a bit of a turd who maybe he's sort of like if Kendall grows up to be Logan's age. Uh, yeah. is what like Charles Rhodes senior is just like a bit of a nincompoop, like successful in some rights, but in other regards, just like a total moron. Yeah. And you can understand once you meet Chuck Rhodes senior, you're like, ah, okay. I understand how Chuck Rhodes junior is the way he is because of his father and who raised him. And it feels like, uh, in the very beginning of the show, right. As much as Chuck Rhodes junior wants to like carve his own path and do things his way. It feels like his father is constantly dragging him back down to like the seedy underbelly of the world. Um, so he is a fascinating character. He's also the worst. So the worst. it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. He's the worst, but he's a great actor and I really love his performance. So I think like the thing to sell people on billions is did you it did you enjoy the subject matter of succession? Uh, did you enjoy the quippy dialogue of Succession? Did you enjoy the fact that the fact that Succession could turn on a dime from intense drama to hilarious comedy? Billions has all of that. Uh, Billions has ridiculously talented people occupying the characters. Uh, it has um, unbelievably funny dialogue. The storylines can be really, um, I don't know about a heartbreaking necessarily for me, but really dramatic often like the stakes could be very dramatic so the tonal whiplash is very much consistent with the show but the momentum like the frenetic pace of billions i think is really really energetic it feels like an action movie oftentimes i think the show does and then yeah like uh you'll get like like, as a new yorker you get a lot of like new york restaurant stuff uh Mm -hmm. like the food world is deeply explored here like Una Pizza Napolitana, which is like one of the go-to pizzas of the of the world, let alone New York, featured prominently uh, on a season of Billions and a whole storyline about pizza ovens exported from Italy. Like, there's just like a lot, like a lot of stuff. If if Grace Leader doesn't believe that people eat songbirds with towels over their heads, look no further than Billions. They do. They did it. It happens. It's mm-hmm. real. Um, it's a it's a rather insane show, and it is beginning the process of wrapping up here with a final season with 12 episodes that Jess and I are going to cover. And maybe we're getting in while the getting's good, Jess, because I don't know if you know this, but there are plans to spin Billions off into multiple directions that while billions did not know this (laughs) billions is ending but the billions cinematic universe is not uh the plan as i am to understand it jess is that there shall be two additional shows beyond billions do you want to know what they're called i absolutely do yes do you want to take a guess 
I'm going to assume, I mean, like, I have to assume that one of them has to do with, like, uh, with, with Wags, right? Like, I just feel like Wags feels like a spinoff character. No, there's no information on characters. Oh, okay. So at least just yet. names we know. It's just okay. titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Jeez. Uh, is it, is it millions? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yes. Yes. No, it's not. Yeah. Millions. Millions. Millions, Millions is show number one, and you know no. what show number two is called? Is it, is it thousands? No, that'd be great. If it was called dollars, dollars. it'd be great. Or no, even dollar billions would be Yeah, dollar be billions. Um, <laughs> trillions. Trillions. No. The additional show Millions that we will be, we'll be covering. So over the course of this podcast, we will have to figure out what is going to happen on millions and trillions once billions is done. <laughs> so let's close out billions in style, Jess, and position ourselves <laughs> to be in the billion cinematic universe for a while. We invite all of you to join us for this ride. If you haven't watched billions yet, it's all on Paramount Plus. You can go and you can find it. I'm sure you can get physical media of it as well. You want to check out Billions, or you could just hop into the podcast, and Jess will do our best to explain to you what's going on on any given week of Billions. Uh, we will not get it all. We will not get it correct. If you are here for like the super smart, razor sharp Billions podcast, taint it. The saint it. It's not it, but it will be fun. We're going to have a really good time. I think it's going to be fun. We invite you to send us any feedback. I'm at Round Howard, wherever you can find me on social media. Jess is at the Jess Sterling. Um, we are also in the Post Recaps Patron Discord, patreon.com slash post show recaps. We'll put these Billions podcasts in there commercial free. If you sign up at any level, patreon.com slash post show recaps to get all of that. Um, you could also email us, josh at postshowrecaps.com, sterling at postshowrecaps.com. You will be able to get in touch with us that way. And make sure you're subscribed to our succession feed. Postshowrecaps.com slash succession is the RSS link. When you search by URL, you could also just search Recaps succession. And I'm sure Recaps billions will lead you towards this podcast as well. Jess, anything else before we embark on season seven, the final season of billions we have uh we have those season seven premiere to talk about next uh also season seven episode two is coming out in just a week's time so we're gonna have two hours of billions to discuss the next time we meet i'm really excited i also just want to point out this show is a big fan of twists and playing with the timeline oh yeah so yeah. they love to set something up the first scene like the, the cold open they set something up and then they're like three days earlier yeah and then you have to see how it builds to that which may not be for everybody i think it's fun it, it, it obviously is a little cheeky um but i enjoy it so i'm looking forward to to what twists they're gonna throw at us this season yeah they love to mess with the timeline the form of the show is often inconsistent in a really fun way sometimes they take swings and they don't totally hit i do yeah, think of course you know this is not like the most consistent show on the planet but i do think it like operates on a level that it mostly continues to exist on um so Go into it with an open mind if you are missing this kind of a show, if you've not checked out Billions before. Uh, And I think uh, with Jess and I at the helm, you are likely to have a pretty fun time here at the movies. So Billions podcasting, it's happening here on Post Show Recaps. We will be back next week to talk about the first couple hours of season seven of Billions. Until then, everybody, take care. What should my F off be uh, for Billions? 
Oh gosh, what is their catchphrase? Should it be uh kiss my ass? No, I don't think that's <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay, kiss my axe. We'll see you next time. Bye.